Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome into another episode edition of Southsiders Podcast, a White Sox fan podcast uh, with myself, Shane Reardon, and Gabe Ramirez. You can find me on Twitter at Shane underscore Reardon and on Instagram at Shane's Meet. You can find Gabe on both platforms at Chicago underscore Gabe. Gabe, forget the White Sox for a second. How like are you doing? Um, I hear a baby in the background today. Do you already? I tried to close the door, man. I'm like, damn. Oh, there she goes. Hey, no, it's life. Yeah. There, there's no sense in, in trying to make people believe that we're something that we're not. Yeah. You've got kids at home. It's life. Yeah. And you know what's funny is that so upstairs I have my wait babysitter because sure. my wife keeps calling her the nanny. Like we got a nanny and I'm like, no, no, no. Then people will start counting our money. I'm yeah. like, so we have a babysitter that comes by to watch the kid, you know? Good. So she's upstairs. But here, I know my wife's never going to listen to this podcast. Like, I, I I, tell my wife, she comes downstairs, right? And I'm like, hey, don't let the baby see you because she's going to go fucking crazy. And I'm like, yeah. so, like, sneak behind me. Me, baby doesn't care so much about, right? So the baby sees me. I log on. I see Tyler, our producer. And then the babysitter t- takes the baby. And I say, hey, you got to go upstairs. I got to do this podcast. She's like, cool. My wife, of course, after I just told her that, walks into the room to give her a sweater because the AC's up there. She's like, oh, I just wanted to make sure you were warm. And I'm like, why in the world would you do that knowing that the baby, so the baby's crying for like five minutes. And I'm like, guys, I got to close this door. I got to start this podcast. And then my wife comes out and she's like, did you call me? And I was like, no, I didn't. Oh my God. Get your ass in the room, bro. The baby's going crazy. So she's like, let me feed her. Let me feed her. And I'm like, so she walks back in the room to feed the baby. And so what you just heard was the drop off of the baby after she fed her because it's like of course the baby's gonna cry no matter what she don't want milk she wants her mom okay. so okay so here, here's my question and forgive me I, and i i got it got dark again i'm sorry i yeah, no I idea where the sun went like I'm, I'm sitting right next to a window and the sun just went away um explain to me why you need a babysitter if your wife is going to feed the kid anyway yeah so my wife works from home okay so she has she works for the federal government she has like a real big time job. Shout out to anybody who has wives that make six figures. It makes life so much easier. So, Hey, whatever she says, I'm in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want a babysitter? Okay. So do I. <laughs> yeah. I got to go do things too. So yeah, you, you work from home, but you, but you're not home. I get it. I get it. I yeah. Get so yeah. So that's how we have a babysitter and my wife breastfeeds. So okay. you, know, you got to do that, that whole thing. All right. That's it. That makes sense then. <laughs> yeah. What about well, you? Dude? What you got? I see you with the XRT shirt. You shouting out Lynn Bramer over there or what? Yeah, of course. I'm always shouting out Lynn Bramer. Um, Lynn Bramer brought us a lot of power to our Odyssey softball game on Monday night. We hung up his Jersey in the dugout and uh, what did we win? What did we beat scandal by 19 to six? I, took like my, that. I, I was trying to take myself out of the game in the third quarter because we yeah, were doing third, that. third inning. I feel bad, dude. I feel bad. You Okay. I, I don't want to say his name on the podcast, but there's certain people that I feel really bad for that are on the team that just sit around there. And I'm like, okay, I understand I'm taking up a slot. You know, I, I, I can give somebody these innings. We're going to win. Like we were obviously going to win that game. So I was like, we're going to win. Let me just, you know, let somebody else get a shot. Yeah. But at that point, when you were trying to take yourself out, it was like six to two or something like that. Or no, seven to two. no, dude. It was like 13 to one or something like that. Dude, was it was like, really? We were dominating it. We were up by 10 for sure. I would never have said that if we weren't up 10, but we were up 10. Uh-huh. And then it was like, you know, 
you had like three or four guys that can hit home runs in a 16 inch softball league. It's like yeah. semi unfair to have that kind of a team. Like we're crushing. Yeah, I, I do feel kind of bad because we have like the. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing. This this is where I don't feel bad. Every other media team, like media entity in this league, they don't have all members from their respective stations or whatever. Sure. We are the only team that every single person on the team is from one of our radio stations. Yeah. So I take pride in that. So that, although true. I have more radio stations to, to pull from when I build the roster, I take pride in the fact that we are sticking to the, the Rules. unwritten rule yeah. of, Hey, make it more fun. Have everyone from your media entities be in the team. And, and I'll also say Shane is like, let's win the championship first. And then next year yeah. we could worry about, you know, getting guys in a lot yeah. and, you know, yeah. messing with your team so you can make a run for the playoffs. But I, I like the mindset where it's like, no, we're in destroy mode from the, from right now until the time that the season ends, we, we take no prisoners. When are the white Sox going to be in destroy mode? Because I am watching Larry Garcia half-ass throw a ball in from center field on his back foot when he couldn't get to it uh, the other day. What was that, Wednesday? I'm watching Larry Garcia get picked off from third base uh, with Yohan Moncada at the plate and a runner on second and two outs, and you're down one. I'm watching Jose Abreu get doubled off uh, on a liner to the right side, doubled off at first base. I'm watching a, I don't want to call them lazy, but an uninspired baseball team. Yeah. After, they looked pretty darn good before the the All-Star break, and then the, the series right after the All-Star break. Yeah, it, it's tough because when you're seeing those things happen, you're saying to yourself, well, we, we heard the initiative, the don't run hard to first base because we want to protect our legs. But you got to understand there's a trickle-down effect to that. If you're not telling guys to play hard like Matt Eberflus in the Chicago Bears, you know, if you're not telling guys to play hard from the absolute beginning, it's tough to have them have, be in that mindset and playing hard as the game goes on, right? You, what did all your coaches say growing up? You you play how you practice, right? And so if you have guys that are like, I, I think you tweeted it out or maybe it was you where you're like, drop third strikes, guys ain't running the first base. Like, what's that about, right? And then so if you're not doing that, if you're not in the game in that way and you're just hoping for base hits and home runs and as opposed to, you know, station-to-station baseball, then you're going to get what you got. And and, and you mentioned Laurie Garcia. Even on the the play in the bottom of the ninth when they hit that base hit to right and he was playing right, it's not like he was, like, at the warning track when he threw that ball. He was – damn near touching the second baseman. He still couldn't make it to the plate in time. That that one was frustrating to me. So I think all around it's just that they're not. I think they have to come to the realization that, that, that they're not until they do, right? Instead of me hoping that they will and then them not, I, I just think I'm, I'm hoping, I'm just like, they're not. And then I'm just, if they do, it'll be awesome, you know? It seems like you got a lot of 24, 25, 26, 27 year olds who can't play more than one game in a row with an off day on either end, bookending two games. I understand that you're not going to put Elo Jimenez in left field in Colorado because it's the biggest outfield in baseball. And it's somewhat difficult to ask Ismani Grandal to catch two days in a row, especially when the day before was a night game and then a day game. But that's a problem with how the team was built then. If yeah. you know you if you if you know all you have is a bunch of first base DH types, the hell are you doing building a roster like that? Why yeah. can't a 24-year-old what's wrong with Andrew Vaughn? Like, why can't he play three games in a row? He's not a difference maker. What's wrong with Eloy Jimenez? If he can't play the outfield and he can't what whatever, why is he fucking activated? Yeah. It's like why why you know you're you're saving guys for a playoff run that is non-existent right now. Uh, and you're, you're trying to save guys. I'm curious what you thought. I'm glad we get a chance to talk right now. I'm curious what you thought about 
Liam Hendricks not coming out for the second game. Speaking of not playing games back to back, I know he pitched 20, I know he threw 27 pitches or 26 pitches or whatever on the first game against Colorado. And it was a night game, granted. But then the next day, you know, it's a tight game. And if this were the playoffs, Liam Hendricks will be out there pitching that second game. And then Kendall Graveman pitched the day before and he pitched 11. So you're talking about the difference of 15 pitches. If you're trying to use the justification, well, Kendall Graveman only threw 11. So therefore we could throw him out there. Well, we, well, and, and I know the bullpen's short, but I don't know. Liam's a dog. I feel like he's – I can't imagine him saying, no, nah, I'm straight. I'm not going to go out there today. Like, what did you think yeah. about him not going well, out the second day? Liam Hendricks takes a – I'm trying to get the name of the medication right now. Liam Hendricks takes a medication that in high altitude uh, makes his fingers a little numb sometimes. Okay. So the reason he couldn't go back-to-back in um, Colorado is because of the altitude mixed with the medication that he takes. So uh, it it – it heightens the fingers being numb. So I don't know if you saw him on MLB Central during the All-Star break. Um, uh, he was talking about that a little bit and him saying the White Sox won't let him go back to back. It all has to do with the medication that he takes uh, for the nerve damage or the not the uh, the elbow. The, I can't remember what fucking yeah. thing in okay. whatever it is. The one that, that put him out for like three, four weeks or whatever. Um the altitude heightens the the numbness of the fingers coupled with the medication. So I'm okay. fine with that. Um, I'm more not fine with Joe Kelly having another nerve issue with the bicep and not being able to finish that inning coupled with Tony La Russa in post in Colorado on Wednesday, not knowing what the injury was. I don't know if you heard him in, in post with those reporters, yeah. but, but he's, he's like adamant with the reporters that no, it's not an arm issue. It's not an arm issue for, for Joe Kelly. And then someone reads in the report and he snaps like, what was the report? Like, <laughs> what are you talking it, about? It was, it was a bicep. He's got, yeah. he's got a bicep problem. That's that's a that's a big arm problem. It's just you got you got your guy Ronaldo. I don't know if he's still following you on Instagram. You yes. got him on the DL. Um, you got your guy Lance Lynn who's shoving right now that you want you don't even want to. He to pitched put on one game. Stop saying he's shoving. He pitched one good game, bro. Come on. Anyway, <laughs> we're not going to get into that. I, I hope he keeps pitching well. But dude, it looks like you know. Whereas I was given. Han some shit about him saying, you know, that the bullpen was the biggest area of need. And I just thought to myself, well, I feel like the bullpen has been doing fine. But when you get to a game like game two of against Colorado, where the bullpen was thin, you didn't have Ronaldo, you couldn't pitch Liam, you know, you got, you know, you're just, you, who, who else were you going to put in Tanner Banks instead of um, Kendall Graveman? Vinny Duber was on my show the other day and he actually broke that down to me because I didn't understand that. I was like, what, what, what was going on there? So he was telling me how there was the only person left in the bullpen was Tanner Tanner Banks. And so, I mean, I was like, oh, okay, well then I guess it'd be nice if we had another, you know, bullpen arm, bullpen arm out there. And then you start getting bummed out about the lefty arms that you could have had, or like, what would your bullpen look like if you had Garrett Crochet and Bummer in that rotation uh, in the back end and, and, and how much better your team would be, or at least the ability to close out games like that. But again, I, it, it, that's not a, that's not a, that's not our problem. That's that's management's problem. Like, why 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 isn't that taken care of? Why isn't why are we why don't we have somebody in the farm system that can eat up a couple of innings, you know, that can do something like that? I don't know. It's just it's just frustrating, man. It's just the frustration continues, Shane. The frustration yeah, I, I, continues it's it, it's a 